Hey, no competition. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Big T, aka Terrence Tender, founder and creator of No Competition, No Competitors, the brand. And you are now tuned into the No Comp podcast, sports and health, wellness, health, wellness, sports, whichever one you want to come first. I always say it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I try to put as much uh, detail and much work into both segments. So, you know, whichever one you enjoy the most, you know what I'm saying? I always say it doesn't matter. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Just a, a quick oversight of what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be discussing some NBA first. Uh, then we're going to, of course, discuss a little bit about the NFL a little bit after that. Um, no health wellness on this segment today. Uh, I will do a health wellness on my next segment. Uh, that's a guarantee. I'm going to make sure I try to put a little bit more time into these health wellness segments. Uh, just like my last segment where I try to have the health wellness first. It may not be first on my next one, but uh, it'll be very detailed just so far as the uh, subject I'll be talking about. So uh, a lot of information is going to be given on that uh, on the next episode just so far as that. But today we're just going to do a quick little episode just so far as talking about some of these sports, some of the things, some big news we got going on in some of these sports today. Uh uh, first thing first, you know, we're going to start off with, uh, you know, prayers up to, you know, to my boy Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, today uh, marks the year of the incident from last year, you know, with the helicopter crash. He and eight other people was uh, was in that incident. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to go over the names real fast because, you know, uh, it's a tragedy that involved not only just Kobe Bryant and his daughter. So. Uh, it was John Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, and Aura Zobayan. So, you know, nine people had lost their lives in that incident. So, you know, we want to try to shed some light on not just only Kobe and his daughter. Although, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, that was a big name that was in that fatal incident. And, you know, just so far as his legacy basketball we all know what Kobe did and, and and if you know me you know I'm a Lakers fan and Kobe definitely played a big part in that so uh I just wanted to give a moment to that so you know some shed some light on that so uh you know rest in peace uh those victims of that crash my boy Kobe uh like I say man you know what I'm saying just a legendary player uh a transcendent player just so far as how he changed the game how he pretty much um pretty much portrayed Michael Jordan a lot just so far as a lot of the things he did just so far as his greatness, his work effort and stuff like that. So I wouldn't you know what I'm saying be too ashamed of trying to follow that that person in particular. So, you know, following behind Jordan and trying to uh you know what I'm saying, trying to place your game on that on that level is somebody who you definitely try to you know what I'm saying, want to image yourself after, so, you know what I'm saying, but he was able to, you know what I'm saying, although trying to place his, his himself in those shoes, he was still able to, you know what I'm saying, make some big steps and make some great monuments on his own, you know, five-time champion, was able to change his jersey number, the only player in Lakers history to have two jerseys uh, retired, so, you know, so that just lets you know the greatness he, 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 he portrayed on the NBA, so, that was a great man, you know what I'm saying? Also, outside of just the NBA, just showing that, you know what I'm saying, his work ethic didn't stop just on the court. So, uh, 
you know what I'm saying, just on in and out. So, you know what I'm saying, he was able to just keep that mindset, keep his focus, and whatever he put his mind to, he, he did it 100%. You know, we all know the stories and stuff like that. It's a thousand, a million different types of stories that involve him just so far as his work ethic and the things he wanted to accomplish. So, you know what I'm saying, I just wanted to share some light on that moment right there, give some light to my boy, man, you know what I'm saying, you know, you will be missed, my boy, so. Uh, <clears throat> but we're going to keep it going about the NBA. Uh, so try to just go over a little, little, little things that happened in the NBA just so far today, the past week and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to do a little bit more frequent shows so that way I can be a little bit more up-to-date on the things that's happening. That way I ain't got so much to cover, you know, when I do get a chance to come to you guys. So uh, I'm going to try to just go over some quick scores uh of course just from last night uh you know it was monday the 25th so today is tuesday so last night's uh games we had a few of them 76ers in detroit uh detroit pulled that one off 119 to 104 you had the pistons and the raptors pistons was able to pull that one off 129 114 um charlotte and the magic 117 to 108 magic was able to pull that one off um uh, you had Cleveland and the Lakers one fifteen to one oh eight. Uh you know, the Lakers my boys. LeBron went off last night forty six. Uh went crazy in that uh second half. So I'm guessing he got a point to prove now, you know what I'm saying? A lot of medias and stuff like that just been dogging him just so far as his fourth quarter appearances and stuff like this. So I guess he got a point to prove right now just so far as his gameplay in these past few fourth quarters. Um uh, not just the second half game, but uh, the past few games, he's been trying to make a point. Uh, of course, you know, Cleveland was able to beat up on the Nets, you know what I'm saying, the new super team. I'm going to discuss that a little bit when I go over their score, but, you know, LeBron was able to pull that thing off last night. Uh, moving on, though, Denver and uh, that was Denver in who? I'm trying to okay. One Denver pulled that game off one seventeen to one thirteen. Uh you had Boston and Chicago one nineteen to one oh three. Uh Boston was able to pull that game off. You know, Kimba's back, so you know, they got their point guard back, so you know what I'm saying? A little bit try to hopefully he can stay a little bit healthy so that team can start gelling a little bit more. Uh Chicago got a good little bench, you know, Levine. Uh, doing his thing this year, actually number five right now in points. So Levine trying to, trying to, you know what I'm saying, break out that shell, trying to do his thing. He's been doing his thing the past few years also, so I'm, I will give him credit for that. Um, okay, you had the Timberwolves and Golden State. Golden State, you know what I'm saying, won that game 130 to 108, was able to pull that thing off. Uh, Curry started going crazy in that third quarter just with the threes and stuff like that. It seemed like they, they kind of just almost left him open a lot, but you know what I'm saying? That's neither here or there. But uh next game you had the Thunders and Portland. Thunders able to pull that one off one twenty five to one twenty two. A very exciting game if you didn't catch that game. Um and of course the Kings and the Grizzlies game had got postponed, but you know what I'm saying, if you, you know what I'm saying, a fan of John Morant as I am, you know what I'm saying, you'd be ready to see him get back on that court. Uh Okay, so one of the games I did skip over just because I wanted to mention some other things about the teams. Uh, you had this Nets and Heats 
game. Uh, the Nets able to pull that one out, 98-85. Uh, pretty sh- short scoring game for the Nets, if if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? Especially with three now, now three stars on the team. So that was one of the things I wanted to go over just so far as speaking about these games. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Nets for a second. You know, when I'm talking about the Nets, I'm talking about the three-headed monster they have now. So, you know, uh, Harden coming to the Nets. First thing I want to say is, uh, like I was, I spoke on this situation before already, you know what I'm saying? Just speak on the point of is becoming more of a player, you know what I'm saying, player in charge uh, type of league. So, you know what I'm saying, with these players, you know what I'm saying, getting paid all this money and still having a, you know what I'm saying, say so if they're not happy uh, or what say. So, you know what I'm saying. But I did, like I said, on a, a different segment, on a different show, I did speak on Harden just so far as him wanting to be traded and the teams that was interested in him and this stuff like this and that. But as you know, also I did speak on the trade and what was given, you know what I'm saying, so far as the trade, just so far as the first-round picks and everything that the Rockets were able to attain just for him. But just to speak on that line, you know what I'm saying, I did speak on that, that trio being together. And like I said in my last segment, of course, you know, KD would be, the only person in that set that will be comfortable just so far as, you know what I'm saying, taking some time back because, like, uh, and, you know what I'm saying, it's been spoken on it this before already. So, uh, because, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't take him much to score. So, he doesn't have to, you know what I'm saying, get a rhythm going and this and that. You know what I'm saying, he can be efficient without touching the ball as much. So, you already know you can get that from him. He already knows that, the, you know what I'm saying, when you know your type of game, is better, you know what I'm saying? Those are the type of players that really exceed in the NBA. The people that know their game, uh, sharpen it, you know what I'm saying? Continue in, but continue to work on other aspects of the game also that that they need to work on and need to grow at. So, and that's what makes the great players great. So, uh, like I was saying, we already know Durant will be able to handle that situation just so far as those three players being together. But, uh, like. The other two people, you know what I'm saying, that's the thing we're going to have to see how that works, you know what I'm saying, since Kyrie came back. Because, you know, of course, in the first game with Harden and KD just together, they was out there getting buckets together. So, you know, uh, in that first game, they debuted, uh, Harden was at 32, KD had 42. So, and that was a game versus Orlando. Uh, then, you know, Kyrie came back in his first debut. They had uh, lost that game, of course. Uh, a lot of people was had a lot of debates on if Kyrie coming back was, you know what I'm saying, a morale booster or uh, more of an issue just so far as the fact of how they're going to handle the team just so far as moving the ball around, um, you know. So, you know, of course we know Steve Nash is just pretty much a face. you got three stars on your team that can go out here and score that have postseason experience. Two of them have championships, so... It's not much of, of, not a lot of coaching going on, if if you ask me. Maybe some things here and there. And, it, and it's the same case as the Steve Kerr. And, of course, I spoke on this also in a different episode. But it's the same case. You just have to be able to, if you can manage the the egos. You know what I'm saying? So if you can manage those three stars' egos, then, you know what I'm saying, that's going to really be, 
the thing you're going to have to do just so far as a, a head coach, you know what I'm saying, letting them know this, letting them know that, you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure just so far winning mentalities and all that, you already got that in those three players. So, uh, But, you know, it's going to be something exciting. for To, to say they're going to have the East on lock, I guess you can pretty much say that because at the end of the day, I don't see nobody really beating them in those seven game series on the east. Uh I know you got a I know you still got the Heat over there. You got Philly, uh, who is actually leading the East right now. But like I say, man, I don't see no team out there maybe Boston to give them a run, but it won't be a long run. I'm a, I'm gonna mention that. You know what I'm saying? Boston got a y- good young team, but I don't see them Standing no chance to them, especially not in later in those season. Because right now you got to you got to think about it. Right now they still kind of early on together, still trying to you know what I'm saying feel each other out. So you know what I'm saying trying to see what type of team they're gonna be offensively, just as far as the scoring. Are we gonna be share the ball here, here, here? Or are we gonna be able to choose, pick and choose which nights we want to go off? If somebody down, can the other two pick up? You know what I'm saying? That's something that they, they're gonna put together and build. You know what I'm saying? The more they play together. So do I see any of these teams on the East? Uh, and I'm just go through the four top teams in the East right now. You got uh, Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, Indiana. Do I see any of them teams being able to hold those guys out in a seven-game series, especially late, a little bit later in the season that they have time to actually play together and, you know what I'm saying, get a feel of each other's game, especially in, in their uh, you know what I'm saying, careers now. You know what I'm saying? I know they some a few of them played together here and there and you know, K D and Harden did play have their lit stint together in OKC, but you know what I'm saying, they different type of players now, you know what I'm saying? They careers at a at are at a different at a le- different level now. So, you know, uh so like I was saying, I don't see nobody really beating them on the East just so far as in the seven game series. I believe it'll be just too much offense. Just too much offense just so far as those guys uh, a real juggernaut so far as a team that's been put together. The Nets really went all out to get Harden. Uh, pretty much gave up everything and pretty much gave up the whole team. Uh, so, you know, but it was a, a few different trades. It was a, somewhat of a three-way trade. Uh, you know, so a few of those players went to the Cavaliers. So, you know, I, I feel that that game with the Nets and the Cavaliers, I feel the Cavaliers pulled us off. Sexton played a, a very, very big part in that, and that's going to be a major issue for those guys just so far as the defensive end. Uh, will they be able to hold somebody down, especially with somebody with a great point guard? Uh, and a, maybe if they got a duo, maybe a good point guard and a big man, that'll be something that you'll have to look out to so far as them because they do have to play a lot of small ball sometimes and you know jordan can't play uh a lot of minutes you know what i'm saying like last night he only played 20 so you know what i'm saying can't really depend on him playing a lot of minutes so i'm pretty sure they're gonna be out trying to look for another big man somebody that can at least defend a little bit better you know what i'm saying uh maybe somebody maybe a better rebounder or something like that but you know what i'm saying in due time so you know like i said it's just starting off uh, right now, but you know what I'm saying to move on to the next thing because you know they're gonna be an issue at the end of the day. The next gonna be a real issue right now. So you know, 11 and 8 right now 
Uh, the Heat's pretty starting off real bad this year so far. But like I say, it's still early. Uh, Heat right now six and ten. So, uh, not a lot of play from their main guy. So you know, uh, then I believe they'll get it together. I believe they get it together. So, uh, but like I say, still pretty early in the season. Uh, I'm gonna go over just the top eight teams right now in uh, East and the West. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just to you know what I'm saying, shed some light. I did go over the, a few top four in the East, but I'm gonna go over top eight. Uh, you got Philly right now at one, Milwaukee at two, Boston at three, Indiana at four. You got Brooklyn at five, Cleveland at six, Atlanta at seven. Think about that, Atlanta. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta got some young players out there, man. Hey, they they trying to get they they balling. So you gotta look out for Atlanta, man. Uh, not really a big threat in the East, but you know what I'm saying. Just 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 a chance to see some different faces, see some teams balling in the East. Uh, and at, at number eight, believe it or not, you got the New York Knicks. Like I say, New York Knicks, another team that's you know what I'm saying doing well just on some defensive end things, uh, statistically. So you know. Uh, giving themselves a lot of opportunities of young players they have right now, trying to do their thing. So you know what I'm saying. I, and, like, and like I said, you know, this this all just off the fact of just checking these teams out, just some new faces being up in there. You know what I'm saying. The Knicks ain't really did much in a long, 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 long while. Uh, I know a lot of Knicks fans gonna uh, disagree with me, or, or maybe agree. I know a lot of them nowadays just. Just uh just at a at a at a at a time where they starting to feel like how them Browns, all them Lions fans be feeling, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not now Browns, but you know what I'm saying, maybe two, three years ago Browns. Uh but like I say, you know what I'm saying, it's exciting to see some new teams up there, the Knicks being one of them. I'm excited to see the Knicks at least. Uh the West you got number one right now. You got the Clippers. Number two, got my boys, the Lakers. Number three, Utah. Four, the Suns. Uh, Chris Paul. That Chris Paul, boy, he, he, boy. I mean, the Suns already had some some players. Now, let's not forget they went undefeated in the bubble. But, you know what I'm saying, really got robbed. I think they should have probably had a chance to make one of them things. They, but, you know, uh, I explained how the bubble was set up and all that in the, those previous episodes and stuff like that. So, uh, number five, you got the Warriors. Number six, the Blazers. Number seven, Memphis. And number eight, you got the Spurs. Uh, I think the Spurs might do a little something this year. Uh, still at this point where you need DeMar DeRozan to just, like, use the ability you have because I ain't never seen a person who can, like, score the basket, you know what I'm saying, at will. But just decides, you know what I'm saying, that he doesn't want to be the guy. And I think he's on the perfect team for that with the Spurs just so far as Pop will help you out. But I'm pretty sure Pop is getting to him to the point to where so far as, like, if you the guy, you know what I'm saying, ain't no shame in being the guy, you know what I'm saying. If you could take over a game, then, you know what I'm saying, help your team out. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is having a better, yeah, at least we know he, at least we know he playing. So, you know. Uh, like I say, this is some of these number eight teams, uh, but of course I'm pretty sure the, the Spurs will move uh, move up a little bit more, a little bit later in the season. Uh, another team I want to speak on, which is number five, which is the Warriors. Um, and just to speak on Curry's gameplay from just the last few games he's been playing, you know what I'm saying, right now averaging 28 points, 
uh averaging 6.3 assists uh you know i'm just speaking on just the last few of their games of course you know what i'm saying i'm going deeper to more into last week so uh last wednesday you know the spurs they played the spurs they beat them 121 to 99 monday they had played my um, and I'm, like i said i'm going back that monday they played my lakers and that was 115 to 113 they had beat my boys and denver they had lost 114 to 104 and in those three games you know curry was uh pretty much averaging 26 you know in that spurs game 26 lakers game 26 and that Denver game went off at 35. So, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, Curry doing his thing this year. I wish we had Clay out there. I'm sure them boys, him, Clay, and Draymond would have been doing whatever they can so far as trying to make sure they stand above water just as far as on the West and make sure they continue to uh, do their thing. But, you know what I'm saying? Them being in that number five spot, I'm not sure how much further up they're going to move just so far as all the teams that you got on the West and you know what I'm saying? I'm sure Memphis, because Memphis having a lot of games, counseling and stuff like that, dealing with this COVID. I'm pretty sure they're going to go up on the list, probably above the Blazers. The Blazers at number six. Uh, those are two teams, six and seven on the West, I feel like. And I mentioned the Spurs, so uh, I feel like maybe they'll top the Warriors because I don't see what's next just so far as the next thing that's going to get them points on the Warriors. Draymond, of course, you know, can come out here and do his thing here and there. Just so far as here and there, scoring wise, uh, defensive, you know what you're getting out of them. But, you know, uh, right now, uh, the next best guy, you know what I'm saying, that's scoring for the Warriors, you got Wiggins uh, at 17.8, uh, only 2.4 assists. So, you know what I'm saying, hopefully we get a, a lot more play out of Wiggins, you know, but, you know, you know how they went with him in the Timberwolves. So, uh, let's not expect too much on that end. So, uh, and and it's just the same situation as DeRozan. You know what I'm saying? These guys got some some great talent and you know what I'm saying some great abilities. You know what I'm saying to score, but you know they just choose to want to be in this backlight for some odd reason. Want to be on the back burner? Hey, I'm, let me be the second option guy. Come on, man! If you could be the star, be the star. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people don't have that mentality to just want to be the guy. But, you know what I'm saying? If you got to well, think of it as you helping them. You know what I'm saying? You helping your team. Help your team to excel. So you, you be the help guy. Put yourself in that in that mindset then. But uh, like I say, the, uh, the Warriors going to need something else from somebody else. Uh, right now on the bench, only averaging six points or less. So uh, they're going to have to do something just so far as somebody else gonna have to step it up. I'm hoping it's Wiggins. I'm sure Curry hoping it's Wiggins. But somebody gonna have to do something. The rookie they got, you know what I'm saying, he doing this thing just so far as on the boards and stuff like that. But uh they're gonna need they're gonna need somebody to, you know what I'm saying, help my boy Curry out. Uh like I said, it's sad to see that, you know what I'm saying, Clay couldn't make it to this to the season. But uh somebody else gonna have to just step it up. Uh, I'm gonna just do a quick overview of some uh, stat leaders and stuff like that, some team leads, you know, you know, uh, just to go over, you know, what I'm saying, see who running things right now. Uh, and like I say, it is early in the season, you know, a lot of these things gonna change up. Uh, I've just so far, I just went over the top five. Uh, so far as offensively, I went 
points first. Uh, right now, you got surprisingly you got Bradley Beal, you know what I'm saying, leading the bunch right now in points with 34.9. And number two, you got Durant, 31.3. And you know what I'm saying, I'm pretty sure Durant's going to get MVP of this league if he continues to have the season he's having, especially with him coming off of an injury that a lot of people in the NBA, you know what I'm saying, if you watch a lot of NBA or you know what I'm saying? You know a lot of details about the NBA. Once you uh, tear your Achilles or have any type of injury to to your Achilles, especially in basketball, they pretty much deem you as you know what I'm saying your a career ender. And a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of people say that's the term for it also. But you know uh, a lot of uh, several players in the past few years, especially with the technology that we have nowadays, have proven that that's not the case. Uh, you know, you had several players lately that uh, had Achilles injuries or tears completely and have came back and so far right now aren't doing too bad. So, like I said, Durant at number two, 31-3. At number three right now, you got uh, Curry and Lillard tied at 28.1. And number five, you got Levine, like I said, at 27.4. Uh, I'm going to go over assists. And surprisingly, you got a lot of big these big guys uh, topping the ranks right now. At assists with uh, Jokic at 10, Dockage at 9.5. Surprisingly, you got Young at 9. You know what I'm saying? We know him to be a scorer. I'm talking about Atlanta's point guard. Uh, we know him more of a scorer. But like I say, they got some new young dogs down there in Atlanta. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking he might see an opportunity to try to, you know what I'm saying, be more of a wholesome point guard just so far as getting the ball out of his hands. Also, you know what I'm saying, doing his parts so far as scoring also. So, uh, right now you got Chris Paul, 8.2, and you got Ben Simmons right now at 8. Uh, he's at number 5. We're going to do some rebounds. Rebounds, you got Drummond at 15-1. At you got Capella at 14-2. And, and, and like I was saying, Capella is in Atlanta. I mean, you got some... I'm I'm gonna do a I'm probably just do a little quick piece on Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So I'm saying I could try to talk about them the Atlanta Hawks for a second. Though I'm gonna do a quick piece on a lot of teams, so uh number three, you got Gobert at thirteen six. At number four, you got Sabanis at twelve six, and five you got Aiton at twelve and one. You know what I'm saying? Those just so far as individual stats. Uh I'm gonna try to do some team stats just so far to give you guys a little overlook of where some of these teams at uh at rebounds right now you got atlanta like i say clint capella who's down there right now uh also amongst some other names who's down there in atlanta is just doing their thing like i say uh some exciting teams some titan exciting team and some exciting players down in atlanta so uh if you aren't checking out a lot of these NBA games, different NBA games, not just some of these highlight games, check out a lot of these different games that's going on, man, because it'll give you a lot of insight uh, and uh, a lot of, of these bigger pitches that goes on just as far as trade sometimes. Uh, when you, people be wondering, like, why they go get this guy? Where does dude come from? Stuff like that, just so far as give you a bigger picture of how things going on and stuff like that. Uh, number two, you got the Jazz at 49 uh six Lakers you got number three Lakers at number three uh you got forty eight point six you got the Bucks at number four at forty seven point six and number five you got the Pelicans at forty seven point five um 
also in this little piece right here, I did do an honorable mention to so far some teams to, you know what I'm saying, pay attention to. Uh, and I got my different reasons I chose these teams in my honorable mentions. I'll try to give a little insight of why. Uh, number seven uh, in rebounds, you got Brooklyn at 46.6. Uh, I got them because, you know, right now Brooklyn's a team that's uh, a lot of eyes on right now because of the big three. Uh, number 12, you got Boston at 45.0. Uh, well, 45 even. But, uh, and like I say, it's different reasons I highlighted a lot of these different teams. Boston, of course, uh, they're at number 12 at rebounding, um, especially Boston with Boston being one of the top teams in the East right now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of, you know, it's kind of suspicious them being 12. So, you know, uh, especially if they going to do something later in the season, they're going to have to improve just so far as rebounds and stuff like that. Uh, the Clippers, uh, the number one in the East is 28th right now in rebounds and that's a big issue uh with only 42.3 so you know what i'm saying like i say a lot of these teams that's in these top rankings and but you know what i'm saying rebound is a big part of the game and you know what i'm saying with each rebound it gives you an opportunity you know what i'm saying to put more points on the board or potentially you know what i'm saying stop a team so you know the more rebounds the more opportunities you get just as far as the team so if you you know what I'm saying? And you got to think of that it's only 30, 30 teams. So to be 28th is pretty bad for the Clippers. Uh, tw- right now, you got the Heat at 27. So at 42.4. And like I say, Heat, who just played for NBA Championship. Uh, so that's the reason why I mentioned them uh, just as far as the rebound aspect. And like I, like I continue to say, if you're struggling on the rebounds, you're going to be – it's gonna it's gonna be a, a rough game for you, you know what I'm saying? Especially if uh how much people shoot nowadays. So uh just so far the next point I'm gonna look at is the points just so far as who's scoring the most, who's averaging the most points right now in the league. At number one you got the Wizards at one twenty, of course, Bradley Bill leading the league in points. You would think they would be there. Uh the Bucks at number two at one twenty point four, the Nets at number three at 120, I'm pretty sure that's going to go up a little bit more now that, you know what I'm saying, we got to let the average go up a little bit more now that James Harden on the team. So I feel that once they mold a little bit more, they'll probably go up. Uh, surprisingly, uh, you got at number four, you got the Bulls at averaging 117.4. Uh, the Nuggets at number five, 115. Some honorable mentions. Uh, you got the Lakers at number six, 115. Uh, of course, you know, Lakers just won championship. Of course, we got LeBron James and uh, AD. So, you know what I'm saying? You would think we would probably be averaging a little bit more points. But then again, we are playing a little bit better defense. So, you know what I'm saying? Averaging 115.3 isn't too bad, especially if we're not allowing more than 115 in the game on us. So, uh, not too bad being at number six. I'm sure as the season goes on, we'll probably move up a little bit more. Uh, like I was saying, some other teams I'm mentioning at number 16, you got Boston only averaging 110. So that's going to be a big issue once again, just as far as they lead in the East. And like I said, the Nets, you got three other teams, a few other teams in the East that's, that's leading. So you got the Bulls, Nets, Bucks, and the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? So for you to be 16 isn't, uh, isn't pretty much of a good look. But like I say, uh, 
Kimba just getting back, you know what I'm saying? So he only a few days in. So get him a few more, you know what I'm saying? Get him a little bit more time to gel. I think they'll move up a little bit also. Uh, number 18, you got Miami. Like I said, just played in the championship. Uh, Miami right now, not averaging, you know what I'm saying, too well in uh, in a lot of these uh, categories. So, you know what I'm saying? But I'm sure, like I said, not too much play out of Jimmy Butler right now. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's early in the season. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure the more they go into the season, uh, they'll, they'll move up a little bit more. So far as I feel like they're more of a back-end team, just so far as their play. Uh, the next category I covered in this, just so far as the team stats, was three points made. Because, you know, right now we're uh, in this league that we watch, you know, it's a it's a game of threes. So, you know what I'm saying? Yo, the team that shoot the best threes nowadays is the team who, you know what I'm saying, most likely topping. So and it seemed like with this break and with this COVID break, it seemed like a lot of a lot of people nowadays average in threes have went up. You know what I'm saying? LeBron almost at forty percent. You know what I'm saying? That's just one mention because you know I pay a lot of attention to my team stats and percentages and stuff like that. So I know he is. But uh, of course, the other night we watched uh, Caldwell Pope knock down you know six threes. You know what I'm saying? Six or seven. So, like I say, uh, Caruso only shot one three in that game, and he made that one. So, uh, and I'm not just saying mentioning that just off the fact of my team, but I've been watching a lot of these games, like I say, and it seems like several more players just so far as that three-pointers have gotten a lot better. I've seen Ben Simmons take more threes this season. So, you know what I'm saying? I feel like with this COVID break and stuff like that, a lot of people have been working on their shooting. So, uh, I'm glad at least, you know what I'm saying, to see that. But, you know, I still would like to see the big man play in these games so i feel like once we get that big man back uh which you know what i'm saying the 76ers do have but a lot of teams still missing that you know and i feel like you know what i'm saying they that's a, that's one of the big aspects that the 76ers have but just so far it's, it's it, like i say it's becoming a league where people shooting threes so it's gonna pull the big man out a lot more just so far on the defensive end that's where it's hurting them at so uh, I'm gonna go over the list though, just so far as three point made. I'm averaging, you know what I'm saying, the average. So, uh, right now you got at number one, you got the Jazz at 16.5, the Raptors at 16.1, Bucks at 15.9, Portland at 15.9, and you got Clippers at 15 and 5. Uh, some honorable mentions just so far as that category. Number six, you got the Nets. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure the average is going to go up a little bit more, uh, especially with the molding getting a little bit better with the big three, so the new big three. Uh, so uh, number seven, you got Chicago at 13.9. Number 11, which is surprising, you got the Hornets at 13.1. Uh, my boys are at 18th right now. Uh, at twelve five, I feel like we might we we need to go up. Uh, I'm not sure how much more it will go up because you know I don't feel like we more uh, we don't have, really have a lot of three point shooters just so far as the Lakers. I feel like we more of a uh, I think we getting more up to that Showtime Lakers game where we pushing the floor a lot more and getting it going. So I think that's the reason why it's, uh, you know what I'm saying we are successful nowadays right now just so far as I play. Uh, number 20, you got Boston uh, at 12 and 2. 
and 29. You got the Pelicans at 9-8. And, ooh. Because, I mean, well, we all know the Pelicans uh big man play. They got Zion. They got a lot of a lot of big man play. So, you know what I'm saying? That team is going to go through Zion with him being the star. So, you know, you're not going to see Zion shoot too many threes. Though I've seen him shoot some threes here and there, and he made some. But, you know what I'm saying? We're not really fearing that. That's the first thing he's going to do, especially if you give him the ball and he posting up. Because nowadays he's just been going through folks just so far as in the, in the paint. So, uh, especially his explosion. I mean, the, the kid's explosion is ridiculous. So, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, at twenty, I'm gonna go over go over this one again. Twenty, you got Boston once again. Twelve and two. All, and, and the reason why I keep missing Boston because you know, like Boston is one of the top teams in the East. So to see them at these numbers and a lot of these different categories is surprising. So, uh, surprising and in some cases alarming. So, uh. That's why I want to go ahead and mention some of those honorable mentions. Uh, I was surprised that some of the teams and some of the teams and honorable mentions, uh, I'm surprised they are at the depth they're at. So I had to mention those. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying, to wrap up the NBA segment of this, you know what I'm saying, we're going to go over some of these games that we got coming on tonight. Uh, and on NBA TV at 730, you got... The uh, Atlanta Hawks, I say check them out. They playing the Clippers tonight, so check them boys out, man. Clippers right now 13-4, so it's going to be a rough game for the Hawks, but at least you get to see the talent I'm talking about. So it'll be, I'm pretty sure it'll still be an exciting game. Um, Well, I'm sure it'll be an exciting game because, you know, just the offensive power that the Hawks going to be bringing. So, you know what I'm saying, to see the Clippers, you know, they defensive-minded, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more. But, you know what I'm saying, also with the year uh, George Paul is having and, you know, Kawhi just being the man. So, uh, check that game out. That's at 7.30. You got the Wizards and the Rockets at 8 p.m. And you got the Knicks and the Jazz. Like I say, the Knicks right now uh, not doing too bad. But, uh, you know, record ain't really reflecting that. But just so far as morale and gameplay, you know what I'm saying, that them boys trying to do a little something. So, that game is at 9 p.m. So, uh, just checking those games out. Just like I say, try to check some of these other games out outside of just the games that's been highlighted, uh, and the games that majority of the people want to talk about. Just to go, just to check them out. So, uh, give yourself a chance to see some things that's going on. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and switch to the next subject, which is the NFL. And this, and this one, not really gonna be too lengthy. I wanted to get put a lot of light into the NBA section because you know what I'm saying you know I got a lot of the NBA going on so I want to go ahead and start cracking into that so that way when I start a little bit more episodes I don't have to put out so much information just so far as I can just go over it and you know what I'm saying it could be a little small glimpse of giving you guys information and some details of stuff that's going on and you know what I'm saying if you want the information I've been put out several other ones about this and that so that way you can just go find us and be up to date so you know, I'm going to try to do a little bit more on that aspect of it. Um, so, just to go ahead and jump into the NFL, you know, the first thing I want to go ahead and mention is, you know what I'm saying, we've been seeing a lot of posts and stuff like that of, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, everywhere, just so far as social media and stuff about the African-American coaches that's in coordinated positions that, will, you know what I'm saying, just so far as in the playoffs, uh, 
of course, you know what I'm saying, they wanted to try to attempt to share the light on that position. But, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, we want to know which one of these four coaches that you guys put to shed this highlight on will be given a chance at a head coaching job after the season over. So, you know what I'm saying, don't just give us, you know what I'm saying, the highlights of, you know what I'm saying, hey, look at these these guys in these positions. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, right now, but, you know what I'm saying, then you go turn around and pull some craziness, like uh, hire two new coaches and Nick Serini, and I'm talking about the Eagles, and Dan Campbell, and I'm talking about the Lions. So uh, those were two new hires. Uh, Nick Serini coached at, uh, the coach for the Colts, of course, offensive coordinator. I don't know what Super Bowl the, co- the Colts have won in the uh, past few years, but, you know what I'm saying, for a guy to be replacing somebody who won the first Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles, he must be a, a very, 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 very great talent. So, uh, but you know what I'm saying? I ain't no hater. So congratulations to both coaches, but you know, at the end of the day, we know some different faces could have been in those positions. At the end of the day, Eagles was never even really interested in hiring Deuce Staley, the name that, you know what I'm saying, came up several, several times. I also spoke about this in my last segment just so far as, when I had my co-host, uh, Big Skull, we talked about some African-American head coaches who were, well, not head coaches, but coaches who were very capable of being head coaches. So, uh, but, you know, like I say, Deuce Staley was one of the big names that was mentioned just so far as the Eagles, 10 years in that organization, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, nowadays, but, you know what I'm saying, it ain't like the coaches also aren't getting the same opportunities in NCAA. So it ain't like I can say, if I was Deuce, I'd go, you know what I'm saying, just go ahead and just go try to take my talents to be a head coach in the, you know what I'm saying, on the, in the college rankings. But because it's going to be, the opportunity is going to be the same so far as in the college rankings, you know what I'm saying. You won't really have the opportunity to coach no no real, you know what I'm saying, power five teams that you will be interested in. Because, you know what I'm saying, you that the same limitations you're being faced with in the NFL, you're going to be faced with the same limitations in college. And like I said at the end of the day, it's no, nothing against the coaches that were hired, but for somebody to spend a whole decade, you know what I'm saying, with the organization under two different coaches is something, you know what I'm saying. And for the players to voice this person and stuff like that uh, says a lot also. So, you know what I'm saying, I'm sure the, the player's not just going to be like, hey, just throw anybody out there, so... I believe, you know what I'm saying, but on the business side, uh, they're going to, they, I mean, you're going to portray the image that, you know what I'm saying, he's going to come in and a new face for Carson Wentz because, you know, of course, they, they haven't given up on him. Of course, you can't because, like I mentioned in the segment before, uh, that contract just started this year so far as the extension on that contract, the four years that he was uh, signed for, it started in 2021, so that's the biggest thing they're faced with right now. So on the business end, the money, they can't let that go. Uh, like I spoke on, you know, so that's a big bite to take. Uh, the lions, uh, Dan Campbell, I just, he coming from the dolphins. So I I don't know, not much to say about Dan Campbell. The interview said pretty much said it all, uh, that he had. If you haven't watched the interview, it was a lot of mentions about biting off kneecaps and getting up every time you get knocked down and, just a lot of foolishness. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, these opportunities uh, are given, you know what I'm saying, to some folks who 
I feel, especially if you, you know what I'm saying, and, and I pay attention to a lot of things going on in the NFL world and stuff like that. So I know uh, of a lot of people in a lot of positions these people held and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying, I, me alone, a lot, along with a lot of people that knows what's going on in the NFL, we're also just be surprised at when we see these type of things. So especially when uh, certain names and certain people just continue to get uh, passed over and we continue to get the same excuse of, you know what I'm saying, this person was uh, more, you know what I'm saying, more of a better candidate and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying, you just be surprised at a lot of these things. So, uh, but, you know, it nothing will be fixed until, you know, we really pretty much come up with a solution. And, you know, uh, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, once a lot of these players uh, wake up to, a lot of different other things, you know what I'm saying? It's a long list of the things they, they have to wake up to, so that'll have to be a whole segment of its own. Uh, but, like I say, a lot of things they have to wake up to just so far as getting to where we we actually really want to be so far as uh, the change we want to see in the NFL. So, uh, got to be willing to start mentioning the fact that, you know what I'm saying, these games and this money is, is, is being made off the hard works of the players, you know, you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen no owners strap no pads up and go out there and play no games, nothing like that. And I'm sure it wouldn't even be entertaining if it happened. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's entertainment. So if you really want to be entertained, you really want to continue your entertainment, let's see how the entertainment look without, you know what I'm saying, the faces that you want to continue to build this league off of then. So, and, you know what I'm saying, that's got to be one of the things. But, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to go over and give shed some light on that real fast. I'm I'm sure I will be shedding a lot more light on that. Especially in February, I'm gonna try to go over a lot more greatness from uh African American athletes, not just uh the NFL but all different types of aspects of uh sports. So I'm gonna go over a lot of different athletes just so far as February each show. I'm gonna try to shed some light on that. But move on to continue uh, within, you know what I'm saying, what we're talking about just as far as NFL. We're going to try to just do a quick overview of these past games that just happened. And of course, if you like I am, you know what I'm saying, we're all, you know what I'm saying, dang it. I'm going to have Big Sco, you know what I'm saying, Big Sco going to be on the next episode. Of course, we're going to do another episode this week before the games. Uh, of course, you know, the games aren't until... February, so February seventh, uh, the six thirty p.m. Tampa, Florida, CBS. That's when that's the Super Bowl. Uh, so of course, you know what I'm saying. We probably do several segments leading up to the game, just so far as talking about and shed some light on our opinions. And when I say us and stuff like that, I'm, of course, I'm talking about Big Sco eighty four. You know what I'm saying. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna have him on the next few episodes, just so far as talking about his Buccaneers, because I'm sure he has a lot to say, not only about the Super Bowl coming up but about these past few games. So that's why I say I'm just do a quick little oversight of the games. Uh, the Packers-Buccaneers game this past weekend. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I thought you had the eye of the tiger. I spoke on it last segment. Uh, I thought that was the case. Uh, apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the coaching's decisions or what, but for a team to come out here on the goal line and try to pass – Every time we're on the goal line, I mean, I understand the attempts to run was getting shut down. But, you know what I'm saying, Aaron Rodgers, I felt like you had plenty of chances to run that ball into the end zone yourself 
on several of those plays on the goal line. Also, uh, uh, several receivers were open. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams isn't the only receiver. You can't just trust one receiver. You know what I'm saying? All these guys have made it to the NFL. So I understand that, you know what I'm saying, you have to put a lot of your trust in a certain receiver, especially one, you know, if you need to play made, he's going to make the play. But at the end of the day, man, all these boys out here trying to make some plays. You know what I'm saying? Valdez Scantley was making some plays. He made some big plays in these, in these past few games. Uh, Lazard played big in this last game. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to give some of these other guys a chance. You know what I'm saying? Also, are you trying to win? Because, you know what I'm saying, it was plenty of chances. I felt like you could have ran it in just like you did last week. Last week, it looked like you wanted it. So, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if, you, if you're if not going to want it, you know what I'm saying, then, you know what I'm saying, you you did what you did so, so far as giving it away. I'm not sure of why they had so many opportunities. They could have kicked field goals to try to shorten the game up a little bit better for them on offense, take some of that pressure off. But it just seemed like they just didn't care Two minutes left in the game, they kick a field goal rather than go for it on fourth down. That just left me knew right there that, you know what I'm saying, they weren't even trying to, to win no game. So uh, just just off the fact that they were willing to give Tom Brady the ball back in the last few minutes So and, and think that their defense was going to – and the defense was playing great. They were playing great. They got the la- that last touchdown they got. Aaron Rodgers came to the sideline and said, we need to stop them. Uh, you know what I'm saying? They pray, made sure they highlighted that when they were showing the game on TV. Defense wide there didn't only stop them, but got you two turnovers in that fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Two picks, and your offense still wasn't able to do nothing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still wasn't able to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure now now they're talking about uh, his, his future is unsure in Green Bay and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, 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 I hate the fact of seeing Tom Brady in another Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, i tell you this one thing. Tom Brady is a leader. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if something's going wrong, he ain't, go, he ain't afraid to speak up about it. And it's not to the coaches. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he go to the coaches and be like, hey, this ain't going well. You know what I'm saying? He go he go to the players and be like, hey, we need to get this, you know what I'm saying, this 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 and that together. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I, that I can say that I never see Aaron Rodgers do. He can't fire nobody up. In the times he won the Super Bowl, he had leadership on that team in several different positions, on defense and offense, at the wide receiver position especially. So I never see him as that leadership guy. He he doesn't want to take it over and stuff like that. So that's one of the biggest issues just so far as him being with, on with you know what I'm saying? So I feel like he really got to take that game over, man. You got to take it over. Tom Brady was able to do so, able to capitalize on all the, all the opportunities he was given. So... You know what I'm saying? You and and that's what you gotta do. So but you know what I'm saying, this upcoming game, Chiefs, uh, and the Bucks, you know what I'm saying, the Super Bowl is gonna be an exciting game to see. Uh but just to go over this Chiefs and Bills game, like I say, I, I did feel like the Bills gonna win that game. I, I, I feel like the Bills were more of a complete team, but of course, you know what I'm saying, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and Andy Reid and the offense will you know what I'm saying, show you different each time. So you know what I'm saying? In that game, I felt like, you know what I'm saying? In other words, like I told somebody else, even just by discussing the game, I felt like the Bills played like Pittsburgh in that first game, where they looked for the big play every time offense. Wasn't really recognizing the defense that the Chiefs was playing, uh, just so far as the zone that they was playing on them, uh, because they was really giving up a lot of things underneath that it felt like I felt like the Bills really didn't want. 
So I feel like they wanted to make a big play. So at that time, you got to go to to your boy Beasley. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a great addition to the team. You got him for a reason. Put the ball in his hand. He's going to make some plays after the catch. Uh, so I feel like he should have been a real big part of the game. They really start taking what the Chiefs was giving them later in that game. But uh, at that point, you know what I'm saying, it was working for him, but then, you know what I'm saying, ball off McKenzie's hands from uh, Jared Allen, and then it was a pick early in that fourth quarter, and I think that really took the air out of out of the bills just so far as, you know what I'm saying, their morale because, you know, every chance, every time the Chiefs had the ball, it was a lengthy possession. Also, they made sure they capitalized each time they had the ball. So, like I say, you know what I'm saying, this Super Bowl game is going to be a really exciting one. Uh, like I say, I'm going to go over it a little bit more. Uh, just so far as discussing the statistic aspects and details, I'm going to try to have my boy, like I say, Big Score 84 on the next episode, just discuss the things he's seen just so far as from his team in the past game and the things, uh, you know what I'm saying, his team may need to do in this upcoming game, if you, uh, you know what I'm saying, to get the win and stuff like that. But, you know, we're going to have it coming to you. But, you know, to wrap it up, you know what I'm saying? I want to thank all of those out there who are listening and supporting this No Competition, No Competitors movement. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to bring some big things to the world, reach everyone we can with this health wellness segment. The world has already woken up to better eating habits. We are just here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent. You know what I'm saying? As always, you want to find any episode, you find it at nocomp.podomatic.com and that's at nocomp.podomatic dot com like always i get my information from all dif- different types of sources you know uh like i always tell people i think that yahoo sports is one of the best sources to find you know what i'm saying your nba information from so uh just so far like i say yahoo sports one of the best sources to find you know what i'm saying nba information just so far as they go in detail about everything and a lot of things so far as they cover the nba very well uh so like I you know what I'm saying, a few of my other sources, NFL.com, PFF.com, ESPN, just so far as stats and all that different type of things. Like I said, I got some different things coming to you guys, coming in these next segments. So a lot of episodes coming. So look out for that. I want to thank everybody once again for listening to the show, supporting the show, uh, supporting the movement, supporting the, the brand of overall. You know what I'm saying? We got a different different type of things coming for the brand all different aspects you know what i'm saying we're gonna be in everything so you know thank you guys for listening supporting we try to make this you know what i'm saying no comp podcast number one on podomatic also number one in the world thank you yeah.